Hello and welcome to On the Horizon podcast, coming to you from Dean Studios. We're an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church located in the heart of Towson, Maryland. I'm your host, Ryan Casey, and today we're going to hear a testimony from a special guest, the man behind the scenes of our podcast, Bryce Dean himself. Bryce, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for the people to get to hear your story because I think it's such a great example of what Horizon Church is all about. Um, Could you start off by telling us how you originally came to Horizon Church? Of course. So uh, it was about 10 years ago in 2008. I can't believe it's been 10 years already. That's wild. Yeah, That's a decade (laughs) of Horizon. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And I wouldn't say I was like church shopping, but I had uh, kind of reignited like, uh, you know, my passion for for the Bible and right. for getting to know Jesus. And uh, I started to explore that on my own in, in, in a lot of ways. And then uh, through conversation with my friend Alex, he invited me to the link group at Horizon. And um, that kind of fit the vibe that, like I said, I was kind of searching on my own, right. like yeah. reading the Bible on my own. And um, when I was invited to link group i i kind of got that same environment as opposed to just coming right to church right and seeing other people that were doing the same thing and reading the bible and being able to like uh, quote scriptures right and so it was it was really that's just an invitation i remember like i was so excited when you started coming to link group because i feel like you were afraid to just you weren't afraid to just say anything you were thinking (laughs) right (laughs) which was awesome and i think (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong but i think there was something that was really comforting for you about you could say whatever you're thinking and be really well received and well accepted without having to have polish to it or like the yeah. right Christian answers. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, like more of like a, a true like response instead of like a religious response to some of the some of the things I would bring up. Right. Right. Which was awesome. Which yes. was awesome. Yeah. I remember one of the funniest things about it was that you didn't even realize we were a church necessarily. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Tell us about that. So, you know, I've I've been in a couple of small groups before as part of like a, a Catholic church, and I've and as there have been multiple churches involved right. in these groups, and I've gone to these things. I figured it was just like a collection of Christians from different churches that were getting together to read the bible right which sounds pretty awesome yeah yeah and i did not realize (laughs) that it was actually all one church and everyone was going to the same church until somebody like brought up well on sunday ryan talked about this and that and this and that in his sermon like in my head i was like ryan gave a sermon (laughs) where was that right everybody was there i I admit like how come i didn't know about that which is such a shortcoming on our part that we didn't even invite you on sunday that's alex's fault when you really you know now that i think about it yeah but I remember you coming to church, and I think you were really surprised to find out I was the pastor, which I, I was. was really, that made me feel good, that right. I didn't come off as like a church no, pastor. No, no, I had no idea. That's awesome. I really didn't. And then you, you know, you were speaking that Sunday, and I was, I was like, oh, there, that's Ryan from the link room. Okay. <laughs> wow. I remember we didn't brace you well for Sunday morning either. You showed up in like a full suit, and the rest of us are like in our crummy like clothes. <laughs> that and was that, awesome. Well, again, you know, that Catholic church background. <laughs> I showed up on Sunday morning with my suit and tie. That was awesome. You looked dressed to the nines. You look good. And we're like in shorts and T-shirts. And like, oh, man, I probably should have uh, worn it. <laughs> a little bit awkward. But but you stuck it out. Yeah. Yep. 
What kept you coming? Yeah, you know, so you tried like if you tried Sunday right. morning. What kept you coming, Horizon? Uh, so it, it it's kind of what everybody says is the community, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really it. I mean that uh, link group. If you think back at that time, was a really strong group. Yeah. People like like Luke and Mark and Nevin yeah. and Zach and um, Ashley and Katie and Jen. Uh, the list just keeps I mean Zach yeah, Lawrence course, was part of, of that group for yeah. a little while Andy yeah the, you know uh, the, all the I mean, if we could all get together oh, right. once a week again oh, with all of those people mm-hmm. for sure that was a special know, group yeah. for sure so yeah. just seeing them every week and, and, and I think the I don't know if it was the first or second time I came you'd opened up the floor for prayer mm. and that was something that I was like really seeking at that mm. time and trying to uh, to figure out some some things in my life through prayer and right. i was like well maybe you could pray for me for this that and the other and so i wanted to keep coming back to receive that prayer and mm-hmm. and that community that's awesome man you also connected kind of especially to the music too like tell us about that alex was also in the band right and he uh you know he he, he told dan that i was a musician and uh it wasn't long before you know they invited me I don't know if it was to to do sound or play first. I, I can't remember which was first. I don't remember. It might have been sound. Mm. I feel like it was sound just because like I had just come out of school and I was really right. young and adamant about getting my hands on that like equipment. Yeah. And uh, I, I I think that it was sound because I remember being back there with Mark Stevenson uh-huh. one day and just being like really excited and, and worshiping. Uh, and and I must have been like well. You know, I could probably be up there on the stage too. So I remember yeah. Dan invited me to to play, and it was you know, it was it was just like an immediate connection. Yeah, musically, just from an observer too, I felt like like you just connect to God so much through music, and even watching you up front lead, like you were just. I, you didn't know there's people out there in the room. Like it was just like right. I felt like it was you and God and your guitar, uh-huh. or you and God and your bass, like uh-huh. just kind of rocking out together. It was awesome that's, to watch. That's that's I don't know, that's the way I way I roll, you know. It's awesome, and and you really helped. I mean, like we had we have some faithful sound guys that have served for a long time, and like you know, Batser's been a yeah, warrior. Yeah, Sean's for us. been back there forever. But you brought an expertise that I think really helped, like tweak some of the systems and upgrade some of the things that we needed. That. Really, I mean, as we moved into like a new space and had newer equipment, like we needed your expertise to kind of take that. So that was great. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. It really (laughs) helps us a ton. Just so, how would you say your relationship with Jesus has developed in result of you coming to Horizon? Uh, I would say that the relationships with the people who are fellow believers have shaped my relationship uh, by taking like uh taking away those friendships and serving together we have participated in like so many different things together like yeah. youth for christ and over time my relationship with other believers they started to rub off on me in ways that i wasn't necessarily like looking for right but uh were really just like the heart of Jesus in terms of being able to help other people, but also like you know, getting yourself straight first. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I mean, I've I've had the joy of walking with you for ten years now, and I, I think I've just been so impressed by like 
you just really take to like when you want to change something in your life, like you really go after it. I think a lot of people talk about change a lot and they hope for change. But I, I've been really impressed that like when you like target an area of your life to say, I want to see growth in this. Right. You like you like you like make certain choices to change that you put people around you that are going to hold mm-hmm. you accountable to that and you really go after it. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember I've seen that just in several areas of like of how it's played out, not only in like the depth of your relationship with God, but with starting with the depth of your relationship with God. I remember you getting a Bible from Link Group. Like we were reading John on our own mm-hmm. and then talking about it in group. And I think you asked for a, like, or you asked like what Bible to get and we got you a Bible together and you started like reading that thing on your own. Like, oh yeah. Ton. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like six, seven chapters. That's amazing. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like some right. people again, talk a good game about that. But you like really seriously came after it. I remember sitting next to you in Link Group and seeing you had like marked up the Bible uh-huh. and you like had read stuff and you would really like like when you had questions you asked them and when right. you had thoughts you shared right. them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's really just coming to Link Group and 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 seeing other people's desire mm. for the Lord and uh, and wanting to just be a, a, a like a, a bigger part of that yeah. and being able to be like a a part in the play play a role in the conversation right but you know like i like i mentioned i was at a, a time where i was really seeking scripture you know i learned yeah. it a lot when i was young right and then there was a period where i hadn't looked at it in several years and then mm. so i think i was just really thirsty which is amazing yeah yeah that's awesome and and you made changes i think your relationship with jesus impacted the rest of your life too tell me about some of the Absolutely. changes that that led to um I mean, so, you know, the big one is quitting smoking cigarettes. Yeah. It was just like a huge thing, uh, which led to other things. Uh, It kind of was like a domino effect. Right. But I remember even just for your own health. Yes. And for like the the cost, the financial burden of smoking cigarettes. Right. And that's what I mean. And it it was kind of like a point where I was... Uh, I was starting to become successful in my career. Right. Tell us, tell us about your career. Let's well, the, yeah. So, the, the, which allowed me yeah. <laughs> to like take a okay. Now I can look at my finances, my health, right. my life, and uh-huh. see what I can do with with this. Whereas right. before, prior to working, you know, full time, my 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 career for the last ten years was at Discovery Communications, mm-hmm. uh, which was just a great company to work for. Uh, I was I was delivering food. Um, which which was a great job. I actually really enjoyed it, but the hours mm. were kind of so-so. Of course. And the benefits were also so-so. They just weren't... I wasn't able to take advantage of that, and it was wasn't able to focus on my health without the proper yeah. health insurance, mm-hmm. without the proper schedule. And so right. once I got into discovery, after about a year, that's... When I, I don't know, I, I I think they hired me full time at that point. Yeah, and I was like, well, now I really have the resources that I need hmm. to like look at my life and see exactly what I can make out of it. Yeah. I mean, in a really big way, I mean, just to sit down and like. Of course, I remember. I remember uh, the discovery job. I think it's been a real blessing. You've been a real blessing to them. You've been with you. them for. Ten years, but I mean, you drive an hour to and from an hour each way, right, to go down the Discovery More. Channel. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. You've More. been doing that for ten, almost yeah, ten years. Ten like, years. Wow, wow. But I, I remember uh, specifically one of the first shows that you had like your name on was during Shark Week. Yes. And like the whole link group stayed after to watch the Shark Week show, I and every time the music Alien came, Sharks uh, or something like that, amazing or zombie sharks. Yeah. yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> 
And we all went nuts when your name came up in the credits. <laughs> yes, I remember. And that was the coolest part was watching it with my friends. Man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> I've never been more excited about Shark Week than that one. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so so you got this job. You had stable income coming in. You wanted to start making changes like smoking. So tell us about that journey a little bit. Right. So it, it definitely was being part of Horizon, um, not just getting a job at Discovery. That was something everyone at Horizon had been praying for yeah, me to get. That's right. And after that, I I continued f- – I you know, for a year or two and, and staying at Horizon, developing my relationship with – my friends there and also with the lord then and i was like all right uh i i mean i remember driving to one of our um retreats and i was with everyone in the car and i was like you guys mind if i smoke a cigarette and katie laughlin was like actually i do right. <laughs> I was like, my car and so i didn't Mm. And, uh, you know, we got there, and obviously I smoked one before right. everybody got in. But I was, it was just called, like, it, it wasn't like a, a thing where she was, you know, judgmental. It was like a health thing. Right. She didn't want to be near that. Yeah, and yeah. I started to, and, and I had talked to Nevin a lot about his relationships. I had spoken with a lot of other guys about their relationships mm. with, with women. And I was like, man, if I really want, like, a good girl yeah. and all the other things that I want out of life, right. I'm, I'm going to have to start focusing on, like, this kind of stuff now, mm. not in five or ten years, but, yeah. like, right now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I remember you you would, like, talk to us about how you were doing with that and, like, uh, and you, I remember you even tabulating the cost of, like, wh- how much yeah. money you're wasting on cigarettes right. and, like, trying to use that as a motivation. Yeah, I think it was, like, three or $4,000 a year <sighs> right. on cigarettes. Yeah. And oh my that goodness. was something else. Like, I started – so, I, you know, I had a stable salary, whereas right. before it was kind of all over the place. Right. I was able to say, well, here's how much money I get. Here's how much my of bills course. are. Right. And then what I do with the money left over, I can – invest in my studio or go on a vacation right and when you're spending i mean they put a tax on cigarettes at that point where they were where there were like seven dollars a pack in montgomery county and i was smoking a pack a day wow yeah that'll uh, add up uh, yeah that adds up quick way more than like a a cappuccino a day yeah (laughs) yeah so i I remember i don't know if you remember this uh there was like right around the time that you're quitting smoking one of your goals was to run a 5k yeah, yeah. And you're a bit of a runner now, but then, like, when you were first trying to get right. off cigarettes, that was a big journey that for you. That was another thing. I was like, all right, if I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes, I'm going to need to get the stress out yeah. in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Uh, and another thing is I, a lot of people replace the smoking with uh Snickers bars or something right. like of that. Course. Of course. And so I was like, well, I'm definitely not doing that. Right. You want a healthy option. Yeah. <laughs> so I started making fruit salads with wow. like grapes and blueberries and strawberries. And I remember bringing them to Link Group. Right. People would just gobble them down. That's right. Oh, Pineapples that's so and stuff like that. I miss your fruit salads at Link Group. <laughs> Springtime, I'll. There I'll you start go. There you again. go. <laughs> No, I, and I remember we ran one 5K together. Do you remember this? Like, yes. Uh, Adam and Bill and you and I, we called ourselves the Wolf Pack. Yeah. We, we ran the whole 5K yep. together. That uh-huh. was a blast. Yeah. I remember it took the pressure off of me because I actually hate running 5Ks when people are watching. I love to run. Uh-huh. But I hate, like, the pressure of trying to, like, beat a time that I could run when I was 17. Yeah. And I can never come close to that again. So getting right. to run with you guys uh-huh. ma- gave me a purpose for the right. 5K. That And it was, was it for Blood Water? I think it was a Blood yep. Water mission. Yep. So and we had been doing a lot of events to raise money for Bloodwater Mission. And this was a fun way to do that as a group to kind of like accomplish this thing with the four of us. And whenever one of us was like falling back, we'd all yell, Wolf Pack, like woo, right. we'd all yes. like, howl like yes. wolves. 
Yeah, I remember falling back a couple times, and you guys, you know, you were there. You should even like slow yeah. down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, all right, man, come on. Yeah. Oh, Let's that go. was awesome. Yeah. But that's a great picture of just community coming around a goal that somebody had too. And like you said, right. you set some goals, and I feel like people really like like walked with you through that, which is really cool. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like the end of the race i was starting to really kind of like slow down right and uh it was the hilliest course yeah. ever wasn't it it was like it was a brutal course yes it I was think not peterson easy. threw up <laughs> okay All right. I, I think it was a pretty bad course <laughs> and kendra cheney uh, there was time yeah. her name at the time is it yeah now? Uh-huh. yeah kendra now, kendra cuffy yeah uh-huh <laughs> she yells out go bryce <laughs> and i was just like i'm going <laughs> i don't know i just heard that in my head and i was like oh that's All amazing right. yep that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, so quitting smoking was a big step. Yeah. Yeah. And you you haven't looked back. No, like, I haven't smoked a single cigarette since. And that's the amazing. difference between like quitting smoking and saying, you know, I want to quit or yeah. I've cut back. Right. And that's like kind of what I hear. You know, it, it's not common for people to just quit smoking cigarettes right. and not, not smoking one for the rest of their life, which right. I haven't since... 2010 mm. you know march 15th to be exact right and i guess it'll be nine years this spring that's amazing right? i'd like to never again right as that's long as amazing. i live yeah i mean th- this is like whole life transformation you start really following jesus in a very closer way you surround right. yourself with people who are helping you kind of transform all areas of your life you know you start talking about like the choices that you're making relationally mm-hmm. you start talking about like the choices that you're making like health-wise you know, you start serving, like you're volunteering at Youth for Christ. You know, you're, start, right. you're, volu- you're helping at all these fundraising events from right. Blood Water Mission. You're like leading worship on Sundays. I mean, <laughs> it just became this, like you were like a pillar, like all right. of a sudden in the horizon from like, you went from outside to like pillar very quickly. It was not long. It was, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember what the turnover was, but I mean, yeah, within like, I mean, a year about, I right. was involved in all of those different ministries. Which is amazing, because I think when you like, jump both feet into something the transformation just kind of like compounds it happened it almost like snowballs right yeah yeah and then you 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 mentioned like the how much money you were spending on cigarettes but you made a lot of big financial decisions in your life too do you want to talk about that sure absolutely you know uh because i'm very happy with those choices (laughs) that i made 10 years ago right right um which at at that point I was not happy with a lot of the choices that i made right um but looking back i think a lot of those were just had to be made you know Part of the being journey. young right and uh and not yeah not not having too much direction to just going for the goals and dreams that i wanted just at the wall right sort of thing and uh you know i got to the place where i had a stable income i was able to take a look at how much debt that i had and that was a pretty big issue hmm. for me was tackling that debt uh I had had, I didn't have health insurance, so I had like right. three to six thousand dollars in bills from like the emergency room from my health. So, yeah, let's pause for a second. Do you want to tell them about like what you have going on health wise? Because that's course. been a bit of your journey. Yeah, too. I mean, that's been huge. Yeah. Uh, I was getting sick all the time. I would go to the hospital every like six months Man. for a week yeah. almost. I'm going to get knocked out for like a week out of commission. Couldn't. I mean, I was just violently ill right. for a day or two, and mm. then I couldn't replenish myself with fluids. Wow. And so I'd have to go to the emergency room, and I think I had to go two different times at a point where I didn't even have health insurance. Wow. And so that's like a double whammy. Oh, my gosh, like, yeah. Kick you while you're down. Seriously. I'm sick as can be. 
and worried about the money while you're there trying to And then to worried about even going Man. and then going anyway. And that's another thing about being young and not, not mm-hmm. you know, having a sense, you know, leaving my job at mm-hmm. one point and not having a plan. But still, I think that, you know, God was in that the whole time. Uh, and, and what has happened, you know, after I quit smoking cigarettes around that time, I reached out to a family member who connected me with a doctor at Johns mm-hmm. Hopkins that's great. who I began seeing on a regular basis and we figured out a formula and a plan um, and a medication that has really changed my life yeah. to where I have, you know, I, I would go to the hospital every six months and then it developed to where I didn't go for a year and then I think it lengthened out to where I didn't go for three years at one point, Wow, which is just incredible. That's I mean, amazing. I going to the hospital every six months Seriously. for almost, I don't know, four years right. and then not having to go to the hospital at all yeah anymore that's amazing like i mean i remember it wasn't was it a couple of years ago the last time that it hit you or yeah it was i think it was well, I mean, that was like 2016 i think we were supposed to meet and i ended up running some stuff by your house uh-huh. instead yep <laughs> i remember that that's yeah but that's pretty amazing that's already yeah. you're on a two-year stretch with that yeah and again just like being coming aware of yourself and your body and like in knowing because like, you had to develop a specific plan to kind of navigate what yeah, was going yeah, on. Yeah, it wasn't just taking medicine. Right. Um, you know, I quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I started running. I started mm-hmm. working out. And then I started eating like drastically different, like Which the amazing. fruit salads and, yeah. and, and vegetables and, and, and I'm learning how to ter- teaching myself how to cook. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, so back to the money. So you had right. some medical bills. You had some other right. things from just living yeah. differently. And now yeah. all of a sudden you get a real job. And you're, uh-huh. trying to, and you're spending a ton on gas R- and on your on car gas. maintenance. A ton yeah. on gas, a ton right. on maintenance. And I got the car payment. And then right. I totaled the car. Right. Oh, man, that <laughs> so, was so sad. I remember that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And so then I was like, oh, man, I really need to, you know, to straighten things out here. And so you and I had a conversation. I was yeah. like, you know, maybe I'll... Uh, you know, I, I need some prayer, and I need mm-hmm. to reach out to someone at my link group because they've, they've prayed me through a lot mm-hmm. of different things, and this right. is kind of really bothering me Yeah, to where, like, creditors were calling right, right. all the time. Mm. And that's a, that's like that raises your stress, just scary. worried about answering it's the phone. Like it's, yeah. it's literally that they say, like, you, it takes away your sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. You're like, down here in the dark, like, yeah. in my head, ruminating, thinking about numbers. Like, gosh, I owe 3000 to this hospital. Man. You know, right? Three thousand on this credit card here, and I owe yeah. another two thousand on this other credit card. Um, yeah. I had over like ten thousand dollars in credit card debt, and then oh, combined man. with those hospital bills, and then my car. In the car, <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's a, that, <laughs> that seems about like a, thirty thousand dollars. It seems debt. like a mountain you couldn't get out from no, under. No, and then yeah. at, at, at the young age of like I don't know twenty four, twenty five, it seems insurmountable and almost right. depressing. Like, oh how am gosh. I ever going to get out of this right. at 25 years old? Seriously. Like, how am I ever going to buy my own house? Right. How am I going to ever, you know, get married, have children? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's easy to just give in to those kind of like, well, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. But so, 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 yeah, we met. I remember that. So and I, I loved getting to meet and talk yeah. about that. Yeah. And I, I kind of laid it all out there. I just kind of put the figure. I was like, you know, I got about $15,000 in debt. Right. And this was right before I totaled the car. Right. <laughs> Even after the conversation, <laughs> it kept going. Right, right. And we were like, well, uh, you know, you were, you'd worked in mortgages before. Right. And you, well, you know, you could possibly consolidate. I own my house. It's possible right. we could take some of the um, equity out and right. pay off and do like a loan payment to get everything consolidated. 
Um, and I was always fearful that I wouldn't get approved for one of those loans because right. my age, my credit, course, my history, my yeah. job employment situation was new. I was new to this job. It's not like I have a huge salary to get approved for mm. that type of loan. And, and I, But I figured we could try yeah. and talk to some different people, and you had suggested some people to, to right. speak with. And I figured that if I had spoken with you, then I could at least speak about it with, like, my family, too, course, just to let yeah. them know what's going on. Right. And so that conversation that we had, I, I, I had the same conversation with my dad, like, mm. not too long after, like a week wow. later or less than that. I called him up. Yeah. And uh, he was like, he would just listen to everything I had to say. Yeah. And then he was like, well, how well, about we go to the bank this Saturday, oh, take awesome. out all the money. <laughs> And then you pay me back <laughs> over the course of time. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. I was like, all right, I can give you, you know, 300 a month for right. this many years or something. Yeah. We wound up cutting that in half. Right. <laughs> like, That's awesome. 150 instead for yeah. three or four years or something. I don't remember the exact length mm. and term. but uh, And that was really uh, good, beneficial. A lot of people would be like, I don't know, why, why doesn't my dad just help me out and pay all the stuff off if he has the money? But, um, but I was grateful. I mean, yeah. I've certainly... When I was in the middle of that ocean, oh half gosh. two years into the loan, I was like, "Geez, why, why, why didn't my dad just right, let right, me?" Right, this right. is getting ridiculous. Hmm. Uh, I made it a pro but I made it a priority, and yeah. you know, I never uh, complained yeah. a, a bit. I was just like, "I got to pay this thing off." I was just really thankful, considering my situation before. Yep. And uh, yeah, it took years, and that was the frustrating thing in my early 20s. Like, right. I want to get this 30000 out of the way. I know, right? In 12 months. <laughs> but you learned how to live really frugally during yeah. that. I mean, I think when you're in a situation like that, you learn life lessons that all of a sudden when you have more money, you still apply the same lessons and you can use the money wisely. Right. Whereas, like, you know, a lot of times when we just get out by, like, a handout or something like that, then also we that's make all the same I bad learned, decisions right. And that's what I learned yeah. by, you know, having the money lent to me and mm. being held accountable. I remember I did miss a payment. My dad called me. What? <laughs> What's going on there? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, looking back, gosh, it feels good. And, and so, and here I am today. With you know the car right. still that I bought after mm -hmm. totaling the other one, <laughs> right? And that will be paid off no later than February. And right that's now we're amazing. talking in December, so that's amazing, yeah. man. Because I remember when the when the car got totaled, you got almost two car payments rolled right. into one. So I had to take but my you, negative again, equity out and right. roll that into another car. And but you made good choices of paying down certain things faster. And like right. I remember, yeah, you made a lot of you a lot of good choices about how to pay down on it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, one of the, I'm, I'm very glad with the choices that I made. I, yeah. I love that car that I have now, and that was one of the things is I, I really didn't like the car I was driving at the time that I bought to replace the car mm. I totaled. Right. And I could have kept it and continued to pay less money, but I just wasn't happy with it. Right. And, and even you, though you spend half your life in your paying, car, it seems uh, Right. Like, even yeah. though I was paying almost my entire income to own a car and spending half my life in it, I could barely afford it. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> this is the one thing in my life that if I'm going to be right. in here for four hours, five hours a day, and I like hiking, I like skiing, right. I like road trips, I'm getting myself something. So that was something the Lord was like. I was just like, thank you. And I got yeah. approved for that loan, man, when I got in that car. And I still like it. I love it. I just you love that car? up the other day. Oh, that's awesome. Just driving yeah. it home from work last night, going through the gears and just <laughs> enjoying it. I can't believe you're going to have it paid off in February. That's I exciting. Know. Yeah.
That's great, man. Yeah. You've you worked really hard to get to where you are, which is exciting. Um, so tell me about like uh, so I mean again, so many amazing changes that you made in your personal life, which I I'm just so impressed by. Tell me about your passion for music, because like when I think when most people think about you, Bryce, like obviously music is so synonymous with like your life. Like tell tell me about that a little bit. Right. So it uh, you know developed like most people at a very young age when I like just fell in love with with music in general. Um, and that just continued and continued, and uh, I I went and took lessons as a kid to play the guitar, and then all throughout high school, you know, I I admired a lot of musicians, wanted to be a rock star, right? And uh, then coming out of high school, uh, I needed a career, and rock star isn't one that you know you just apply for, <laughs> right? So. Um, somehow or another, uh, I, I got wind of a school that I went to, the Sheffield Institute mm. for the Recording Arts, and I studied audio production. That's awesome. And so I studied music production, and it, you know, it was just, it was awesome. I went, I went, I loved it. I loved yeah. school. It's kind of crazy, but wow. you know, I would go to school at like four days a week and study audio production. Mm. And we'd have bands come in and out. And Ashes Remain was one of the bands, right. and, and that was that was like the the, the moment for me in school, like we recorded this acoustic band and it was a lot of fun. But then Asher's Remain came in and we set them all up, took all the like hours and hours to get everything set up. We hit mm. the button, it was time for them to play and they like, went for it. And <laughs> I just put my hands up in the air. Everyone else in class is just sitting there, but I'm like running Rocking back out. and doing sprints in the studio. Like, this is it. This is rock music, baby. And um, That's awesome. uh, that hasn't stopped. And that yeah. was like, I was 19 and, mm. and now I'm, I'm 32 and, uh, I've done a lot of different things yeah. since I graduated, such as the, the music supervision job at Discovery, which is yeah. kind of the the height of my career so right. far. Yeah. And coming out of that, I've uh, you know I've got some other music companies that are interested and audio companies that are interested in me working with them. Awesome. I've had a lot of bands record here in the yep. studio. Um, in, and, th and that was part of the debt. I was like, I'm just going to buy all these microphones and uh -huh. all these cables and all this stuff and just kind of go all in right. on music. Right. Um, like, that's going to be my life. And there were times, like I said, when I had to, like, deliver food and, and do some other jobs on the side, and I still, from time to time, do, but not that much. Not, and it's, it's kind of taken over, which is what I had planned on. That's you know, amazing. It's just, like, being fully involved um you know i was at a studio yesterday where i've been working and they're signing music to be used in different films and different television shows and that's what i did at discovery for 10 years but right. to be able to do that outside of discovery to leave discovery and continue to do that hmm. is kind of what my plan was yeah and uh it was just kind of too scary to ever make that leap of on my course. own but right. making it now yeah, now that Discovery moved their music department farther away. Yes. <laughs> so you, yes. yeah, you had the choice to kind of move on from it. But and you were the front man for the Mean Machine when you started coming That's around. That's right. And our link group had come to a lot of your concerts. Yes. Yeah, we had, you had quite the little following from our link group. Yeah, there. that was that was awesome. I remember you were at our show at Bourbon Street, That's which right. was like hosted by Ninety Eight Rock, right? Right. Noise in the Basement series, and that awesome. was like one of the best nights of my life. That's awesome. All of those shows that we played, um, and I, I, you know, I was thinking about it like I don't the other night. 
I guess cell phones weren't as big. Like right. you don't have any footage. Oh, Nobody was out there filming with that's their right. cell yeah. phones or Snapchat videos or anything. <laughs> but yeah, we just kind yeah. of relive it in our minds. But yeah. I remember like doing those Rage Against the Machine covers. Yeah. And yeah, having like other bands in in there being like, oh, this is <laughs> yeah. this is what rock music is. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know when you get on stage, you're like, all right, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to do my thing. Absolutely. And, and, and that was just the, the the real outlet for me that I had always yeah. imagined that I would have as like a lead singer, front man mm. of a rock band. Right. To do that for a few years. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's fun too. Like, and I don't know if you would, if you would say this, but we felt like from the outside too, like some of your earlier songs were a lot angrier, but it was like, as you kind of like got more involved at Horizon and Jesus was more a part of your life, I feel like the, the tone of your songs changed yeah. a little bit. Even. It definitely yeah. has. Yeah. Yep. Which is really cool, and you're doing some independent music now that you're putting yes. out online, which is yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's really exciting. Tell us about that. Anything so, that, yeah, the band life got to be uh, the schedule was just daunting. Trying to also work full time in the music industry yeah. and then be an artist or or being in a band, particularly because uh, we were starting to become successful and starting to book shows all the time. One right. here, one there, twice a week, three times a week. And then I'm working in Silver Spring, driving back and forth. Right. Um, so after I, you know, I left the band scene in 2014, uh, some time went on. I was like, well, I'm just going to start making music on my own mm. and uh, started just writing songs that were, yeah, like a little less, not, I don't like, little more indie rock a little softer yeah um and got a new guitar got an acoustic guitar mm-hmm. instead of the electric guitar and just started writing the singer songwriter style stuff and uh recorded a song this year that i've played for like a lot of people in the industry they thought it sounded really good that's great um and i released a song on itunes a couple of weeks ago um and I've got the studio here to kind yeah. of do whatever I want musically as opposed right. to being in the band and having different personalities. I can uh, I can write the whole song. Mm. And uh, with my experience in television, I can kind of craft the songs towards stories yeah. and then license them um, and, and allow those stories are based around, you know, what's going on in my life. Of course. Which a lot of people would probably relate to seeing on the screen it's kind of you know we all relate to these this different movies and stories and we're all going through different things so i'm excited to uh to put an album together next year or an ep if you will i've got i've written uh like nine or ten songs um not that are all complete but ready to do that next year so just release my first album yeah and also continue working in tv and and film and maybe possibly seeing one of those wind up in some something that's awesome yeah and the intro music to this podcast correct is bryce dean original with cotter helping that's there, right. Too, right john cotter is behind the scenes as well that's awesome um, and that's another cool thing i've i've done with the studios updated it brought it to the, the you know to the new state of the art where you can right. be working with anybody in the world we could well, you know John and I we could send it over to Hans Zimmer if we wanted uh-huh. to and have him add a couple things <laughs> that's awesome the big composers but I guess John and I will take it that's awesome that's awesome well I mean it's been so fun to see just your passion for music that's carried through so much and been such a part of like making Horizons music better too which is really exciting how God's used that in that way um 
What are some of your passions outside of music? You mentioned some. Right. Um, hiking is yeah. a huge one. With Cali Girl, yeah. the, your dog. I was just thinking about <laughs> doing one next week, you know, oh, before awesome. the new year. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get a little bit of downtime in. Yeah. Uh, I love hiking. I love, so the car. I love driving that car. Uh-huh. I'll go down to Virginia and go to um, Skyline Drive. Mm, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, a, a couple weeks ago, I just went up to upstate New York. I'll wow. go up to Vermont. Yeah. Um, I bought a book that's called like the 100 most scenic um, byways in America. And I just oh, started wow. looking at the closest states uh-huh. and I was like that I could go to. Yeah. There's you know, a few listed in Maryland, but I like listening to music, which I know is it's outside of music, but it's outside of making right. it, being Absolutely. able to like listen from an artist or from, from a non-artist perspective, yeah. but just as a listening to music and driving hmm. for, and I, I don't mean driving somewhere. I mean, just having no destination, yeah. getting in the car by myself with hmm. Callie Aww. and just going to Virginia and driving around. Um, but other things that I do around here would reading. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of reading, read That's about awesome. four or five books this summer and picking up a couple more right now. And, that's great. Uh, and just engaging in it's kind of a lot, a lot of what we talked about is like the personal growth mm-hmm. that I went through in 2010. Yeah. I'm kind of in a season now where I'm like we talked about the car being paid off. Um, I'm, I'm kind of able to reevaluate uh, where I am in life altogether. Yeah. And so with that new season, I've just really gotten further into like personal growth, working out, going to the gym, being consistent. Right. That's great, man. That's really great. All right, so two questions I kind of want to end on. Uh, how would you describe what it means to follow Jesus? It's like to you personally. Right. Uh, man, that's a big question. Uh, you know, I think from like an outsider perspective, it's definitely not what like most people would think, like following a set of rules right. or coming to church every single Sunday right. or you know, even, you know, making, volunteering here, even like, I mean, you don't have to quit smoking cigarettes right? uh, overnight and work out and do all these things. Um, I'd say it means to me personally, following the, the voice, you know, the, the good voice in your head, uh, when it comes to like decisions in life, uh, I mean, like friendships and being there for people and, Mm -hmm. It, it, it does mean for me being to church right. every Sunday, actually. Uh, you know, maybe but not as a rule, just because it's actually beneficial. Not as a rule, but because that's, that's part of the, the, the personal growth thing this year. I was like, kind of evaluated what can I, where, where can I where invest my time? I was like, well, if I can't get to this, can't get to that, I can at least get to, I get to church right. on Sunday. Right. So being present at church um to the point where like when you see somebody from across the room you've seen them so many times where you don't even have to catch up you just mm. kind of say you know give them a thumbs up and say right. hey, how's it going that's good yeah um other things would you know it it means that responsible i'm responsible mm. for different aspects of of the church once mm. i've you know my relationship with jesus if you're not active you know doing at least one or two right, things right. at church. Yeah. Yeah. So 
That's cool that you see it as like a link of responsibility in life too. And taking responsibility for parts of your life, but also trusting Jesus to lead right. you in those things that right. you're responsible for. Right. So being able to to involve like get involved with the kids' ministry. Right. That's awesome that you serve in that. That's something, you know, if I hadn't quit smoking cigarettes and got myself on track, I probably wouldn't feel um, adequate to do. Right. But um, you know, coming through when I tell people I'm gonna be there in general and uh, you know, I take uh, my my relationship with Jesus kind of with me into my career too. Absolutely. Um, when I'm when I'm in any situation at the studio, uh, you know, I mean, there have been times when I'm sitting there and I'm I'm ready to walk out of here. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. There were times right. when I was at Discovery, many times where I was ready to just throw in the towel and mm. just like just leave and yeah. just quit. Like this isn't worth it for me. Yeah. Um, but. You know, the one I kept going to at the end of the day was Jesus to the point mm. where, like, someone at work was like, like, you deserve a promotion. You deserve this. You deserve mm. that. And I was like, you know what? You were... <laughs> I had to break it down for him. I was like, look, Jesus uh, Christ mm. died on the cross. Wow. And, you know, he didn't complain. He mm. did everything that he was supposed to do without complaint. And he was still ridiculed and wow. even killed right and hung you know on a cross i can come to work you know get take a little bit of crap from people get through the tough situations in life uh and it's not a big deal to like to what most people are like if i were you i would have quit or i would have demanded this and wow you know it's just i take what i've been given and a lot of that is a lot of the parables that jesus has right. spoken about um, you know, the three servants yeah. are given a coin. Hmm. One turns it into ten. One turns right. it into the three. The other one hides it. Yeah. And uh, you know, with, with, with it, I just think that Jesus gave some incredible stories yeah. for us to model our life after. And so, like I said, in my career, I'm going for the ten coins. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Man. So, and that's that, awesome. that's that's totally you know that's that's definitely like Jesus is with me when I'm making these mm. phone calls mm. to vice presidents of different television production companies and, uh, you know, it, it, interacting with world-class musicians. You mm. just kind of got to be like, this is what I was designed to do by right. God. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, Bryce. One last question. What would you say it means to be a part of Horizon Church? Well, first of all, it, I, I get to be a part of a, a you know an incredible community i get fulfilled mm. my my need for community and to it, it i get to feel like i'm contributing yeah. a lot of like things that are really fulfilling about um the the friendships the fellowship uh that need for me to feel as if like i'm contributing i feel like i've had a lot of uh like like mentors when I was young and a lot of people I looked up to mm. that were that that played a role in the church or some way shape or form and so for me to to be a part of Horizon in that way means you know like when I go to heaven and I see my mom or if I see my grandfather you know they'll be like wow you know wow look at what look at what Bryce has done at wow. Horizon. I mean, wow. I bet awesome. they're rocking out up there on Sundays when I'm playing, <laughs> I think you know. And, oh, that's awesome. And that's another thing is I get to be a part of the, the music ministry and the kids' ministry. 
Um, but it, it's like I said before, it also means uh, I get some responsibility, you know, some commitments. Yeah. But in that, you know, you get to do, like I said, what you want with my life, which is playing music and right. um, kind of s- fulfilling, like like I said, like what, like what my grandfather and mother were doing with their lives, like right. all the, the professional stuff that they did. But outside of that, um, you know, they were huge givers, and I just want to kind of model my yeah. life around that. And I felt, I feel like without Horizon, then I would not be able to do that. Mm. Well, man, that's awesome. It's been awesome watching you grow into the man that you are and how much you've influenced the people at our church. I mean, you've had such a huge impact on so many people. And I'm really grateful that, that God brought you to Horizon and has used you so powerfully Me at too. Horizon. <laughs> thank you. Oh, well, man, that's awesome. So uh, thank you for taking this time yeah, with us. And uh, I'm excited for people to know more of your story. So, Me too. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, Bryce. And uh, from Dean Studios, I guess we're out for the day. All right. All right.